Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together, studying the Bible, and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Last episode, the Israelites were confronted with the opposition from the outside. But in this episode, the opposition starts to build and come from within. How we respond makes a difference. Terry, how about if you read the scripture? Okie doke. I'll be reading um, Nehemiah chapter 4, verses 10 through 15, and I'm reading from the NIV. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemies said, Before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them and will kill them and put an end to the work. Then the Jews who lived near them came and told us ten times over, Wherever you turn, they will attack us. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to our own work. I love that. I do, too. Yeah, that was very cool. That's good. I think that's such a cool passage because he admits, like, they're getting in our heads and they're hearing all the, you know, you hear like the yada, 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 that just gets in your mm-hmm. ear and there's people and there's junk that just kind of gets into you. And he's like, but, but God. But God. Yeah. I mean, when it says they, they came and told us 10 times over, it's like, Constantly, everywhere you turn, someone's telling you, mm-hmm. um, "Be careful, watch your back," because no matter what you do, wherever you go, they're going to attack you. And so, you're—I think you know the the fear is ratcheting up. Mm-hmm. It's getting bigger and bigger, and they're constantly hearing this stuff coming at them. And man, you know, well, they've got to have yeah. a lot of adrenaline going with all of that, and that wears you out. Yeah. So, and they're. Physically tired, physically exhausted. Yeah. Mm. You know, we keep going back to it over and over and over again, but these were not builders. Right. Right. These were people who were used to sitting in their nice, comfy houses. Maybe I don't or their stall making their jewelry, right? right. Yeah. yeah, certainly not people who are used to hauling bricks and timber mm-hmm. and clearing rubble and things like that. So you're physically tired. You're emotionally exhausted. And, and about this point, the wall is maybe 20 feet high, 15 to 20 feet about high, right around there, right? about halfway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything they do is above, literally above their heads. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you get a wall that's that tall, you can't see over it and anticipate your enemy coming. Oh, well, that's good a good point, point Rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't know where that came from. That just came... I was just oh, picturing myself inside yeah. a wall, yeah. a 20-foot wall, yeah, I don't, you don't know. know what's on yeah. the other side. Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're at the top of the wall, so they can see things because they're not like blindly throwing stuff up and hoping it Good sticks point. to yeah, where that it's could supposed be the difference. to be. Yes. But that's 
it's a lot of effort to be up like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more effort than when you're just building the foundation because you're having to go up and down and figure out the logistics of hauling everything and yeah. whatever. It's gotten harder. Yeah. It's harder. Yeah. And the building mm-hmm. has gotten harder, progressively harder, the higher the wall has climbed. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So. And so not only are you going that high, but remember we're talking... Eight feet thick and, right. and thicker in places. And, and we're having to haul all that stuff up yep. to that level to build, to continue building. And not on flat land either. And we're contending right with geographic ups and downs and, mm-hmm. you know, sharp turns. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. But I love, love, love in, chat, in verse 15 where they say, um, when our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it. Mm-hmm. Like they just are so cognizant of the fact that it's God yeah. over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, think of the cool. progress that's been made. That wall was built in 52 days. So every day they could see what, the, what they'd yeah. accomplished. Mm-hmm. So there had to have been a little bit of, a, hey, we're, we're getting there. Some encouragement from that too. Sure. Because um, 52, day, 52 days was a pretty miraculous um, feet. It really was. I mean, we redid our house. It took us three months. It took us 90 days just to replace the kitchen and the bathrooms. And that was miraculous. Mm-hmm. And, and you had people who knew what they were doing. Who knew what they were doing. And you we had, had all the equipment that we needed. That's, yeah, the equipment. Yeah. So I was curious in verse 13 where they were saying, Therefore I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places. And I was like, Why? I mean, certainly you would want protection there, but also my thought was encouragement. Mm-hmm. Okay, people have my back. I can move now. Let's go. I can move faster, right? Yeah. yeah Good point. Possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and he says, um, I'm not looking at it, but it says that they placed him by the families. Is right. That right. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that alleviates some of the stress of what's happening to my family while yeah. I'm working. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you know those families are protected. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, that that probably um, serves as a bit more motivation to know that not only is it just me and it's not just these builders, but like I am here and I am protecting somebody's family. Yep. Mm-hmm. And probably their own. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. Yeah, that has to have been a very big motivating factor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of mama, papa bear situation yeah. kicking in. Yeah. For sure. I also, uh, so just wanting to contrast the last episode again was outside forces coming at them. So they're in a different game now. And I know I keep using the term game and I'm thinking I should probably, I don't know. It's still, I'm not sure if I want to switch that out yet. But it's like, you need to know what game you're playing. Mm -hmm. So you need to be able to acknowledge, I'm tired. Uh, We may not make this. This is really hard. Like you haven't switched to yay, here we go, we're gonna build a wall. You know? <laughs> it's like when that when that game's not when you're not there, you can't play that game, right? right? So acknowledging where you are, right where you are, right at this moment, and just being honest with that is the first step, I think, in playing and doing that. Noticing that you're not operating in the kingdom of God is the first step of being able to get yourself into the kingdom of God in terms of your head, getting your head straight. Um, We were talking about um, getting discouraged, and I I know for a fact, not think, I know that the 
tireder you get, the more tired you are, mm-hmm. the easier you get discouraged, and um, the harder it is like to bounce back. I think at the beginning of a project, for me, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. For instance, right now, I am trying to um, get all of our Disney photos in order, and I have four scrapbooks to do. And um, the project, at first... I went, I got them all printed out, you know, da-da-da. Then I kind of slowed down. Different things were going on, kind of slowed down a little bit. Okay, now I have them all in stacks, in orders. The first stack is for Greg and and me, for ours. And the next stack is for, ooh, other people in the family. (laughs) (laughs) The third stack is, you know, so I have four stacks. They don't all have the same pictures. Our son didn't come until the third day, and we had already gone to three different parks. So none of those pictures matter to him. So, but then I like, oh my gosh, this is just such a huge project. What was I thinking? <laughs> I'm I'm getting there. I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're still working on the wall, but they're so tired, and the discouragement is coming harder at them, and it's kind of like. I feel like they're like, oh my gosh, really, can I do this another day? My arms are so tired. I don't think I can lift another brick. You know, and and what, what, everywhere I look, they're going to be there to kill me. Yeah. You know, and um, I just think it's getting a little harder to see the end result in mind. That's... So what do you do? I mean, obviously, you've you've kind of hit a point where you're at a lull in this project that you've mm-hmm. taken on, but you have more to go, mm-hmm. and you're not giving up. Well, I have a new target date because uh, friends are coming in from out of town, and she's like, I can't wait to see all your pictures. <laughs> so I have to, I, I have page protectors, uh, solid, you know, like one page, eight by 11, and then I have others that are three divided into three. So that's my next step is to get them, I do mine in binders, is to get them into one, my pile, into one binder in order at least so that I can get, pull this one and I'm going to make that into a whole page and, you know, so... You've I got am, a plan. I have a plan. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. Just listen <laughs> to you, Terry. That wears me out. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and levels of organization and thinking. My kids, for me, with scrapbooks, it was like, if they get one done, we'll try to put it in order. Like, I have no idea. So <laughs> I have those big Rubbermaid Tupperware kind of bins uh-huh. in that room next door to us mm-hmm. full of pictures. That's my organizational oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're just all loaded in that big bin. You know, I have a lot of that too, but this is a one project that I definitely want to have done. My target is to have them all done by Christmas, <laughs> That's awesome. but to at least get my first um, binder organized for a visit in October. I really feel like I would have just been like, man... I'm glad to show you these pictures. Here, here's a pile. Here's that's a stack. Right. That's yeah. exactly what I was that's thinking. Right. And in yeah. reality, for me, it would have been like, look, just push this button on the computer and then scroll Oh, and scroll pictures. through. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I wouldn't have even gone as far as to get them printed. <laughs> so clearly, Terry, you're in a big... We're going to need updates on this, by the way. Oh, so yes. Yes. Not to put any more yeah. pressure on it. We're expecting yeah. to see the completed, all four completed... Um, Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I will have right. them done. We'll keep you. I we'll hold you accountable. Done. Thank you. <laughs> but here's Thank the you. other end. If you want us to help you, just let us know. Yeah. Be- um, and that's the piece coming together. 
can be really helpful. Terry knows how good I am at glue and paste. <laughs> and she's shaking her head going, Forget no. it, Rosemary. You know what? <laughs> yeah. It's just because um, I'm a minimalist, when, especially when it comes to scrapping. I know people have one page and it is filled with stuff. That's not me. No, me I, I have like, you know, the, the background paper and then I'll have, you know, the next one that matches and I'll have a picture, maybe a couple stickers or something, or maybe I'll write a little something on it. But that's what I mean when I grab one out to make one page. I'm, I'm, and I, Really don't want anyone else working on my pictures, right? Because that's part never, of the creative. I would never volunteer to help you scrapbook Aww. because scrapbooking. The thought of it makes me want to hide under the table and cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate it. Like with all of my being. Yeah, but uh, so I'm sitting here thinking, like, what would be a way that we can encourage you? Oh, because that's what yeah. was going on at the walls. Like, how do we encourage each other mm-hmm. when we see people in these big tasks or these big projects? Maybe me coming and gluing and pasting with you is not the option. But well, I'm, you know what? Maybe coming and gluing and pasting me with me is an option when I get my page together. Because that's mm-hmm. what I do first. I lay out the pictures and then I grab this one and I get matching paper and blah da da. And so if you came and I had them laid out. Right. And you use my things to stick them on the way I want them done. (laughs) I can see disaster coming along. But I could talk with you. Yes. Yes. Scrapbooking jokes. I'll I'll bring you lemonade. But it can't come to the table. Oh, yeah. because it'll be on the pictures. It, it might, yeah. No, it might be. I'll it might spill. Sit and in then... the other room or in the hallway, <laughs> and I will yell encouraging things. To I'm, just, I'm just going to stay home and pray for you, Terry. Yes. We could sing okay? Disney songs. <laughs> it's a small world. It's right. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for your encouragement. And sure. I, that is my goal. But that's the, the the other part of that is that's what we're called as Christians to support each other in in, right. in big projects and in works. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. It is, and like that to me is a beautiful picture of like you have this plan, and it's it it didn't go quite like you had anticipated because you kind of hit that point. Right. But that's just like these people here at building the wall. They've kind of hit the point of like, man, I can't do it anymore. Man, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. But somebody's coming alongside and saying, yes, you can. Yeah. Yep. So it's interesting as I'm thinking about your project, and then I'm thinking about the wall at the yeah. same time. The project itself, if I only thought about that, would slow me down. I would be done. I wouldn't be, be able to do too it. Too overwhelming. But if I started thinking about who this was for, first off, God said, "Do it." Yeah. Okay. And I'm on that, and I've got my focus there. Mm-hmm. And it's like for my wife, my kids, my you know, my family, yep. the people mm-hmm. I love. I'm going to build this wall. Yep. Yeah, it's for our protection. It's for yeah. Right. You start to think about what the motivation is beyond. Um, just doing it for the Lord, it gives a little extra boost. I think you know that that God does have a bigger purpose. It's not you're not just building a wall to build a wall, right? And so. let's go back to the beginning. The um, with the walls broken down, the people were uh, just called survivors. They yeah. weren't even downtrodden and disgraced. S- exactly. They so disgraced. If, when the wall is built, they are being built along with it. Mm-hmm. They're standing in 
I'm quote unquote the community. Um, He's the right. lifter of our heads. Yes. He yeah. Is. So that's as our answer. heads come up, even if we're in the midst of these hard projects, and our heads come up, and we see again the real game: which kingdom are we going to work from? Are we going to are we going to work from God's kingdom? Yeah. Let's start there. That's where we'll have that energy. That's where we start. That, that'll keep us from being weary. That's right. Absolutely. Um, Terry, would you mind reading chapter 4, verses six th- 16 through 23 for us? Yep. And once again, out of the NIV. <clears throat> Excuse me. From that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half were equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. And then I said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, the work is extensive and spread out. We are widely separated from each other along the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, join us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work with half of the men holding spears from the first light of dawn till the stars came out. At that time, I also said to the people, Have every man and his helper stay inside Jerusalem at night so they can serve us as guards by night and as workers by day. Neither I, nor my brothers, nor my men, nor the guards with me took off our clothes. Each had his weapon, even when he went for water. So this is where Angie and I come into your scrapbooking. Okay. Angie and I will stand outside your door and fend people off and say, not right now. You can't come in. You can't come in. She is scrapbooking. This is not your business. <laughs> That's great. This is not your... We, and then you and Rosemary can... Can be in there gluing. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll probably get kicked out and be with you too. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I think it's so awesome that Nehemiah is so practical. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a practical person. We don't do a lot of fluff. We don't hold a lot of things back in our house. We just we're just practical and mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of what you see is what you get. We're not fancy. We don't put on a lot of airs or whatever. Um not to say that I don't like to be fancy sometimes. <laughs> but um I appreciate the fact that Nehemiah is like, "Okay, we see this issue. We've got to figure something out. So what are we going to do?" Get your weapons, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and work with one hand. <laughs> you know, right. Right. you yeah. need to be able to protect yourself. And instead of the the worker saying, "Woe is me! What are we going to do?" or whatever, he just says, "Fine, we'll figure this out." Mm-hmm. Let's get armed. Yeah, yeah. There was a progression mm-hmm. um, to his actions as the threats increased. So first, there was mm-hmm. prayer and work. Mm-hmm. Then there was prayer and a guard, and now there's prayer and weapons and fighters and a trumpet to sound the alert. So he really has moved his game up right. um, with every threat that came or with every piece of opposition that came. He stepped his game up mm-hmm. to address it. Yeah, he's connected and he's engaged and he's very responsive to what is happening in front of him. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons he can be that responsive is he's not in discouragement. He's looking to God. He's looking to God. And I know that every step first was with, was with God. 
you know, what do you want us to do? What a great idea. L- the the trumpet, by the way, wasn't for tunes. It was <laughs> right. a uh, shofar is my guess. When I was looking it up, the shofar was, and it mm-hmm. just has one blast. They mm-hmm. could do like almost in Morse code, like short, 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 long, long. You know, they could mm-hmm. do blasts like that. But um, that's that's our that's their equivalent to our emergency alert system, right? Yes, mm-hmm. right, and it and it's loud. Very if you've loud. ever been in a room oh, with that, yeah. it is extremely loud. So that's a real effective. The other, it's an effective communication tool, mm-hmm. which kept them again all connected. Mm-hmm. So that's a piece when we're Christians, and let's say we get discouraged, one of our tendencies, one of the enemy's plans, is to isolate us. Yep, isolation. keep us away. We do that sometimes. Even in church, how are you doing? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. We're good, and we don't allow people to come in and engage in our mess and engage in our projects, engage in things that are too hard. But the truth is, as we connect and we work together according to God's will, that's when things get accomplished. We don't have to be perfect. We don't have to be isolated. Well, I love that we're, con- we're called the body of Christ, and that some of us are eyes, and some are ears, and some are hands, and some are feet. So we're all different. We all have a different job to do, but working together in concert, we can have an abundant life individually, and we can have an abundant life as the body of Christ, too. Um, I think God intended, He never intended for man to be alone. After He made Adam, He said, "Mm, it's not good good for him alone. So He made Eve. So God has always intended us to be in connection and community and relationship, not just with him, but with other people. This is one of the ways small groups work, too. Mm-hmm. We're connected to each other. We build each other up. We hold each other up. Yeah. yeah. And hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so important to have those men and those women in your lives who are not your spouse, mm-hmm. because your spouse cannot be your everything. Right. That is just, that's it's not healthy, and that's not what your spouse is made for. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, that's my little soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> but very true. It, you yeah. know, you but you need someone who can hold you accountable to things. Um, my best girlfriend in the entire world will say to me, are you sure about that? And she has the best questions, and they just will, they kind of make me go, Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you yeah. know, but they're always intended for edification mm-hmm. and to get to the root of things to find out. She'll say to me, so how is Suzanne today? Like, I don't want to hear about your kids. I don't want to hear about your husband. I want to hear about you. How are you? What's going on with you? Um, and then holding you accountable. Those those people in your lives are so important. And God puts those people there and they live mm-hmm. among us and... That's just, uh, Nehemiah was able to see these things, and Nehemiah was able to have these relationships and speak into these people because he was in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. He says, I, nor my men, nor my brothers, took off our clothes. So they were in it 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. seven days a week for 52 days. And it says um, somewhere, um, he's working on the wall. He doesn't, he's not just walking around bossing, being Mm -hmm. the uh, manager or whatever. He is doing the work as well. He's such a, no, go ahead. He's such a great example of integrity, um, of just being God's man, doing the right thing. 
I, I just, I've just grown to really love Nehemiah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. I can't wait until we're a little further into the book because there's a point where Nehemiah says, I am doing a great work and I cannot come down. Oh, yeah. Reach it. I am. That's yeah. one of my favorite verses of all time ever. <laughs> so I want to go back to a little bit when they were talking about neither me, my men, or anyone took yeah. off their clothes. Mm-hmm. Like the advantage to that is you're never vulnerable. Right. You're always alert, you're always ready. The oh. disadvantage, which could be an advantage, is that some serious incentive to get this job done? <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. people around you all stinky. Oh, yeah, they might have not come to the wall for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> that's one that of bothered the, me. I'm sorry. Biological no, warfare of the. I know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is one thing. Like when you go away from home and you're visiting, not if you go for a hotel, but like if you're visiting friends or family and you're staying overnight, it's that. Last little bit of like, I just want my pajamas, and mm-hmm. I just want to be able to get totally comfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's call it like it is. I just want, I want to, to get to my, bra my bra off. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to wear my ratty robe. Thank and... you, Suzanne. Yes. I didn't want to say the words. <laughs> yes. It's like, that's the very last, I want to get comfortable. I want that stuff off. Oh. And I, when you're visiting... Mm-hmm. Other someone else, you can't. Yeah, right. you really can't. So, quick story on that. With I, I went on an outward bound excursion, and we're out in a fourteen foot open catch sailboat. We did jump into the ocean to take baths or whatever every day, but we put the same clothes on. And our clothes. Oh, you should oh, see Angie's face right oh. now. Angie's like, no, this, this is not yeah. my deal. It's not. Well, it was I in used July. to do four loads of laundry a day when my kids were in the house. Oh, I cannot stand dirty clothes. Here it gets better. Because yeah. here's the thing. We're sitting there, and there's a map. There's this guy we were trying to figure out how to sail the, these around these particular islands. It was off the coast of Maine. And he's standing probably within two feet of me. And we're both looking at the map. And I'm thinking the whole time, oh, is he ripe? <laughs> <laughs> this guy is ripe. I think I'm going to pass out. And then he moved away, and I realized it was me. <laughs> I started crying. I was like, no, no, no. Oh, I can survive anything. I couldn't survive that. Yeah, oh my that goodness. was hard. Yeah, that's funny. So. There, okay, so. I'm just thinking about how real we are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty real. But let's get a little realer. Okay. Is that a word, realer? Sure, we can use that word. Yeah. Let's get really real. I, commentary said they don't understand this. I understand this fully and completely. I do not understand why there's a problem when it says. Each had his weapon, even when he went for water. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's so hard to understand about that? Well, it's, it's hard not to drink with drink. a sword in your... No, no. no I, I think it's going to the bathroom. I think it's drinking water. He's going, yeah. to, the going to the bathroom. Okay. And yeah. like, you know, have you ever heard of a water oh. closet? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You don't get water at the water no, closet. No, you, you go give. To the <laughs> Wow, did I ever have a different picture? <laughs> I did, too. I no, because it's women... Usually, the women will be bringing around the waters and refreshments. That's we talked so about true. this is using the bathroom. By the way, we're only seeing that. We're only seeing women are bringing around the refreshments because we've seen the Hollywood movies of Ben Hur and all that <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, no. but um, it's like you know what? They didn't even get a free bathroom break. Yeah, right. they were on. All the time. Full, full on, all the yeah. time. And my guess is there wasn't a lunch break. There wasn't a chance to feed yourself. I don't it's think like so. 
whatever it is, you know, from Papa Sun John's. Up yeah, just yeah. bring it up. Bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Eat while you work. Or, you know, Freaky fast. Cram it in Freaky quick. Freaky fast. Yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah. <laughs> Freaky fast. What is it? Jimmy's? I can't remember. Is Jimmy John's maybe? Jimmy John's. There oh, is. Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. On the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the wall did get built freaky fast. It sure did. No, so. good yeah. point. They could have called it the Jimmy John's wall, but they didn't. Oh. No, <laughs> let's do it. Here's the other thing that's amazing to me. Now his workforce is cut in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were amazed at what was accomplished in 52 days with a full workforce. And now it's cut in half. It is cut in half, but I was wondering if... Um, the people who are on guard duty rather than building duty, if I wonder if they're switching off. And this guard duty is a little bit easier than the building. And maybe they're getting a little bit of a break every couple days or whatever. Just kind of what I was thinking. Because yeah, they say productivity goes up if you're rested. Yeah. And it goes way down if you're not. So it could very well have helped. Yeah. Well, and I had a question about this because in um, verse 17, it talks about the carriers and it talks about the builders. Mm -hmm. Um, And it says, those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And in 18, it says, and each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. So does that mean that the guards were the carriers? I don't think so. No, I, don't I don't think, think so, so either. So I, did we have three separate sets of people then? We had the guards who were guarding full time. We had the carriers who were hauling things with them with one hand and having their sword, their weapons in the other hand. And then the builders were doing the work building and had and their, their sword, sword on their yeah. person. Well, if you've ever been to a construction site, there has to be organization. Right. Okay? You don't have everybody out there hammering nails. So this was a big construction project. So some people had to carry the materials. I'm sure they were assigned tasks. That Just because you're talking about it that way doesn't mean that everybody was out there with their sledgehammer you know, some people were hewning the limestone rocks. Some people were setting them in place. Some people were hauling them up. Um, I think that Nehemiah organized that build, just like any modern-day construction company would organize a build. So different jobs for different people. Yeah. So I think you're right, Suzanne. There's yeah. these three, if not more. more. Not more, yeah. The trumpeter. The, the trumpeter, trumpeter had his yeah. job. Yeah. I, in my mind, that makes it even more even more miraculous at 52 days because typically when I'm thinking of building a wall and you have all these people, I'm thinking everybody is carrying a brick and putting a brick and carrying a brick and putting a brick. You know, So everybody's hands are in the middle of all of it. But that's not practical. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Angie, practical. like you just said. Mm-hmm. So that means even fewer people, and now this work has been cut in half, which means it's even fewer than the few people are the ones who were physically building. I just think that's super cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And the part, I just keep flashing back with this, is we may have different tasks as we build our wall with God. Mm -hmm. It may be going to prayer more, might be read scripture more, might be singing praise. There are a lot of jobs to be done as we build our wall and our identity as Christians. So that's present there too. And those jobs can change too. My mom is 87 now, and she worries that she can't be doing 
mm-hmm. the things she used to do. You know, she used to be in the prayer line down in front every after every service, and she loved that. Um, but at eighty-seven, she's mm-hmm. not driving very much anymore, um, and so you know, she's kind of adjusted a little bit to she'll pray because she's home all day. She can pray. Mm -hmm. But sometimes she'll feel guilty. She'll feel like that's not enough. And I'll be like, but mom, (laughs) we need you praying behind the scenes while everybody else that's younger is out there doing the stuff that needs to be done. So there's a place for everybody and a time, different seasons in life Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and different jobs that God will give us at different times. That's a good point. That's fantastic. I know the job that I have now, the, the job that God has put before me now is far different than it was 10 years ago mm-hmm. or 20 years ago and different than what it'll be 10 years 10 or two years, yeah. you know, and just being like Nehemiah and be willing to adapt as he puts yep. forward as we encounter mm-hmm. um, opposition, as we encounter um, different, you know, kind of bumps in life that we're willing to just roll with it and continue on with what God has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one job that doesn't change is looking at God. That's right. Focusing right. on Him. Always. Yep. Always. Well, would somebody like to pray us out for this afternoon? I will. Lord, I'm just so thankful for your word. I'm so thankful for the book of Nehemiah. I'm so thankful for his awesome example, being a man of integrity, <clears throat> being um, your man to do your work uh, that has his life was um, centered around you and that he turned to you with prayer in every single circumstance. And we just thank you for the example that he is to us. Excuse me. Lord, I just ask for a blessing on um, these women that I'm doing this study with. They're so awesome. And um, just ask for blessings on the people that are going to be listening to this podcast. And we just pray that it reaches them and that um, their hearts will be open as they're listening and that they will see themselves in this story and that they'll be ready to listen and do the work uh, and follow you as you lead them as they pray for your instructions. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs>